0: Good morning, and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims, and with us this morning, Ginger Haberly, Executive Director of Historic Tyler. Yeah. Great to have you with us this Thank morning, you. Ginger.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: You bet. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktvb.com slash infocus Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Ginger, a little over a year ago, we visited with historic Tyler, Bonnie Palmer, and Don Garrett from the board of directors were in to give us an update, and uh, 14, 16 months later... It's mm-hmm. time for another one, and there's been a lot going on with Historic Tyler. Really, well, since 1977, That's celebrating right. your 40th anniversary this year. I know,
1: we're so excited about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Tell us exactly what Historic Tyler is for those who may not know or may need a refresher course. Yeah,
1: um, Historic Tyler is a nonprofit. Um, our our mission is to um, protect our our historic structures sites through our education involvement, public and private inve- investment. Um, And really to say what that is, is that just we're very uh, we're in the business of uh, preserving Tyler's treasures.
0: Okay, and you work in cooperation with a lot of other agencies. Uh, the absolutely. City of Tyler, mm-hmm. Heart of Tyler, Main Street. It's just really kind of a cooperative yes. partnership arrangement where you team up with right. whatever agency may happen to have an interest yes. in a particular historic site or historic landmark mm-hmm. and try and keep that legacy Our, uh, going.
1: S- uh, Smith County Historical is just a, crucial to everything that mm-hmm. we do. Just wonderful. Great. If you've never been to the uh, Smith County um, historical building, please do. It's, it's a nice little uh, museum, and the people there are wonderful. They do s- such great work with us um, to yeah. know, get our histories. Mm -hmm.
0: Didn't mean to leave them out by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) That's the old Carnegie Library and the home of the Smith County Historical Society. That
1: is exactly right.
0: Fascinating place. Now, you've been the executive director since 2013, just about four years now. Um, Big board of directors. You've got 24 people on your board plus two non-voting members, and you tell us a lot of influential citizens have sat on your board and or are members um i'd like maybe to draw a little bit of attention to the size of your board that's a lot of people for a board of directors but i guess that's a reflection of the kind of working board that you require in order to do the things that you do
1: exactly it's not a rubber stamping um board we have so many projects through the year through through the year and so everybody is active um we do have some committees with um you know people that are not are members that are not um on the board, but everyone on the board has a job
0: okay. And uh, membership dues—that's an important thing because, in order for a Historic Tyler to keep going and for the historic legacy of Tyler to be preserved, you need a lot of involvement. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a little bit about membership. I know you're always trying to line up new members. You tell us, membership dues start at forty dollars a year, I presume, and yes. then they go up to a thousand dollars. Tell us about the different levels of membership and okay. what they entail.
1: Um, well, we have several levels, and we, like I said, we've got—we start at forty, and that's you know just that makes you a member and as every step goes up there's some amenities that come with it like tickets to the parties and and so forth and so uh and some some different little receptions and stuff that uh we we have for our members um our membership is really kind of our bread and butter and with the more people we have the more more force we have with preservation just in in a lot of people say well i don't I don't live in the azalea district or i don't live in charnwood but anyone can be in the uh can be a member of historic tyler and just because you want to keep your history and and you know make sure that we have our our beautiful historic homes and buildings um so preservation is come in all sizes and shapes
0: mm-hmm. i have over 350 members yeah, to support the preservation yeah. needs in tyler now you tell uh Folks, that you can be as active or inactive as you Mm -hmm. want, but obviously, you're going to encourage folks to be as active as they can. Sure, Um,
1: yeah. We mostly during the um, the tour, it's really nice to have our members come in and help us. take tickets be, uh, docents to um you know help run water whatever it is that we need to do it, it takes uh-huh. a lot of people to uh to put that por- to put the tour on together and we really like to have our our members as part of it because people ask questions and um, they can answer them for them
0: mm-hmm. and you're talking about the tour and that yes, brings us yes. conveniently enough to yeah. our next topic this is historic tyler on tour mm-hmm. one of the many many highlights of azalea trails which mm-hmm. happens every spring and the Historic Tyler on Tour project this year starts, as always, with the uh, Candlelight event, mm-hmm. March 31st. That's right. a Friday evening, and that's kind of a cocktail party. Tell us how that works and how it segues into the home tours, which continue April 1st and 2nd.
1: Well, uh, the Candlelight is the sort of the kickoff for the his, uh, for Historic Tyler on Tour. Um, it's usually, well, it is in a home, a private home. It's a ticketed event. Uh, the if you're a member, it's $100. If you're not a member, it's $125. You can um, get tickets online on our website. You can call me. You can come by my office at 110 East Charnwood, and uh, we probably will will not probably, but we are selling uh, tickets starting mid February.
0: Okay. Uh, Speaking with Ginger Haberly, Executive Director of Historic Tyler, and just a little bit of information here. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus, in case you've just joined us. 110 East Charnwood Street is the address. You've been there for uh, over a year now. I know you were formerly in the old Fitzgerald House on Broadway. And uh, 903-595-1960 is the phone number. You can get a lot of information from the website, historictyler.org. Office hours for your um, office on Charnwood when people can maybe just come in and drop by and get some information. Well, I'm way. an
1: in-and-out kind of director. <laughs> a lot of meetings are go- going on, and yeah. um, I would always uh, just err on you know caution to call first and make sure that I'm okay. there. And I'm happy to be there to meet anybody if they want to talk about membership or or the tour if they want to be a part of it then please call and drop by Mm
0: -hmm. and i think you may have mentioned this a moment ago it slipped my mind just for the moment Mm -hmm. but i wanted to make sure we did emphasize that you're going to reveal the homes in february that are going to be on the historic tyler on tour and that's an interesting um project for a number of reasons not the least of those being that for the a uh, candlelight event, the cocktail party, practically everybody is from Tyler. But the next couple of days, things switch around. And yeah. all of a sudden, you're getting right. a lot of people from out of right. town.
1: Yeah. Our candlelight is pr- mostly Tyler, um, Tyler people. But we do have some people that come out of town and, and, and enjoy and uh, join us. And we love having them. We make mm-hmm. a lot of new friends. Um, but during the tour, last year, we had um, all of the docents and the check-in people kind of just ask, where are you from? Where are you from? And we you know, we found like 80% of the people coming were from out of town. So mm-hmm. we would really like people in Tyler to get involved and see these beautiful homes. I mean, I know we all drive by them and admire them, and it's kind of nice to see what's in the inside. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have a, a lot more parti- uh, participation with our uh, Tyler citizens.
0: That brings me to another very important point about historic Tyler. It's not just about prettifying the city and ooing and eyeing. These are important issues, in a growing community, in a community that has to continue to have good plans for its growth, balancing Mm -hmm. out things like historic preservation with newer development like you're seeing on South Broadway and Old Jacksonville Highway. And all of this dovetails into areas tourism, economic development, encouraging people to come to the city and visit and bring in those tourism dollars. And when businesses decide... What community they want to uh, move or expand to, as Tom Mullins with the Ec- Economic Development mm-hmm. Council will tell you over and over again. They're going to look at things like what's going on downtown, what's going on with historic preservation. Is this going to be an attractive place for my business? Is it going to be an attractive place for me to move if I'm relocating from another town? So yeah, very absolutely.
1: important. And preservation is a big part of development in, in a city.
0: Okay. Let's... Um, Briefly mentioned here, funds, of course, go to preservation projects, the money that you raised from historic Tyler on tour, and a number of past projects that are certainly worth mentioning. The Woman's Building, soon to be the new home of the United Way of Smith County, Bergfeld Park, a lot of work getting done on Mm -hmm. that right now. The 1880 Jail, now Randy Gilbert's Law Office. McClendon House, Brick Street Upkeep, Assistance for Receiving Historic Landmark Plaques, the Rose Garden, Original Eastgate, but several items that you're really focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's kind of start with one that uh, you're not intensively involved with at the moment, but you're keeping a close eye on, I believe, and that would be the Innovation Pipeline. Uh, tell us what the Innovation Pipeline is and about your involvement yeah. with that. Um,
1: this is a city project, and our, our part in this is to... Um, to do the, uh, upkeep and refurbish the, um, the facade, and behind the facade with the, the innovation, um, pipeline is, is again from the city and it allows people that are trying to, um, start up businesses and, mm-hmm. uh, don't have all the equipment and all of the, uh, things that they need. They can come here and, uh, use the, um, the facilities, and it's kind of a really great, great thing for the city to to, to have for people that are trying to again more development by, um, excuse me, I'm sorry,
0: you're okay. Starting up new businesses, yeah. and um, a, a lot of networking, sharing of sure.
1: ideas. Uh, yes, and, and and I really think it's a it's going to be a great deal. And but be, behind that, and in, and in front of it is the uh, train depot too. So there's a lot going on over there, and I think that's going to bring a lot more. Uh, foot traffic over in that area too so it'll be really good for the city
0: and uh, your role historic tyler's role in making it more attractive uh, preserving its historical legacy is i'm just going to take it on faith a very vital part of the whole project Um, A couple of other things, though, that I think you're really focusing on right now. And let's start with the Mayfair building. On the fairgrounds, uh, most of us who have been in Tyler for a good while have probably lost track of how many times we've been inside the Mm -hmm. Mayfair building but uh, it's getting old, and it needs some work. And uh, the historical, one of the first things that comes to mind when I think of the Mayfair Building is the stories I've heard about Elvis Presley mm-hmm. performing there. And I think maybe Johnny Cash and some other artists yeah. of note.
1: Many, many. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but uh, where are we right now with the Mayfair Building, and what's Historic Tyler doing to keep it alive and really kind of bring it back to life?
1: Well, uh, what we've what we've done in the past couple of years is uh, a group of men have— um, taken it over as the friends of the mayfair we've helped them get their 5013c status we've got, you know kind of helped them with the plans and so forth so right now that's where we are um but in the meantime the city is doing the big uh overhaul and just kind of looking over what they're going to do with the rose complex and how the mayfair is going to fit in there mm-hmm. so in the meantime we have um you know funded this group to get together and um they're going to start on their own, doing their own th- fundraising, but it will be sort of a little offshoot of historic Tyler. Um, the, the building has many, many stories beyond um, beyond Elvis, which is great. I mean, everybody likes to hear that. I mean, uh, in the past, the World War II um, uh, soldiers that were in Tyler would come here and have dances, and it's just a it's just a really. Uh, warm place when you go in there the the beautiful floors the stories just the the atmosphere of it and i think that this could come back to its absolute glory pretty soon i hope so
0: okay pretty soon any kind of a time frame on that or is it kind of loosey-goosey right
1: now well right now well as they're doing the the rose complex kind of decide the the city trying to decide how they're going to use all of those pieces around there and how they're going to work that out Mm. with the the, the fair so right now that nothing's in stone so but we're um we're definitely hopeful that the the mayfair building will be a you know the crowning jewel of that area
0: okay very good uh oakwood cemetery over the past year you've gotten involved in some really interesting work there that of course is on palace avenue (laughs) at oakwood street and uh, i guess really one of the more attention getting pieces of what you've been working on with some of the other agencies the city of tyler and uh, other people who may be interested in that project Uh, graves of Mm african-americans african-american slaves from just way 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 back when tell us about that and um, what 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 that project entails and some of the things you're learning now
1: yeah um as you as you go um down palace street and you see the the wpa wall the the rock there rock wall there Mm -hmm. um you just see a green space and under that green space there are burials that have um no markers that rather that they have been um decayed or they have been knocked over or for whatever reasons there's no markers there and so some of the the um the committee of uh Oakwood um, Cemetery asked us if they could help us with a ground-penetrating radar. So so in the summer, which when it's hot, 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 we were out there with the—it looked kind of like a little lawnmower that you just go over, and they expected to, you know, maybe 50, 60, 70 graves, and it ended up being over 170. Wow. So what they're doing now is trying to um, identify as many people as they can that are there, and um, that's where they are at this point right now. And then uh, actually all of the records were bor- uh, were uh, burned. It was in a little building called the Sexton House across the street, and it burned. And so it's making this even harder to try to get these uh, graves identified. Yeah. It's a wonderful project. And, and I, if you have never been to Oakwood, please go through there and walk around. It is an absolute history of Tyler as you walk through it. And, and also during the um, Azalea Trails, they do the uh, Spirits of Oakwood, and I would yes. encourage you to go out there and see that too. It's really nice.
0: Mm-hmm. And as they identify these folks who are buried Mm -hmm. At Oakwood Cemetery that people may not have even realized were buried there, tracking down the families, notifying the families, and I'm sure that that's going to be of a lot of interest to folks whose ancestors were buried right there and they maybe didn't even know about it.
1: Right. And so it's it's going to be a long project, but I think very, very worthy to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Ginger Haberly, Executive Director of Historic Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Contact information once again, 903-595-1960 is the phone number. Historictyler.org is the website. Office located at 110 East Charnwood in the Azalea District. Or now, is that the Brick Street or Azalea District? Or both? both okay
1: <laughs> brick street over overlaps a couple it of does. them
0: yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah just to kind of uh but close to downtown just in yeah, case anybody yes. wonders where that is and uh, do call before you drop by um genders in and out of the office 903-595-1960 um uh, the Surveys to Create Historic Districts. That's an ongoing project Mm -hmm. of yours, and right now, and I remember talking to Don and Bonnie about this over a year ago when we had them on the show, the Pollard Farm Area Survey, this is a huge area of southeastern Tyler bounded by Old Troop Highway, Troop Highway, Loop 323, and Broadway. And what is interesting to historic Tyler about the Pollard Farm Area right now, and what are you working on in the way of trying to preserve some of the historic structures that might be located there
1: yeah um there are and uh, in, in some of those boundaries some of the really older older homes like 1900 but what you see in that area is pretty much post-war living and that is a right. giant collection of what post-war life uh, post-war life was like mm-hmm. i lived in that area um, for quite a while and it's just a wonderful friendly neighborhood and there's some really fantastic homes by great um, architects in Tyler and it just there's very a uh, lot of little trends as you go through them um the woman that has been doing our um surveys we she's finished the uh the first part of the of the phase and it was a a large large amount of yeah. homes that she had to look at take pictures of and document and um from her uh just going through there and and, and doing all of her uh, research, she's found about four four areas that would qualify as districts. But that's just you know the first part. Now we're going to into the second part, so that's where we are in right now. And um, anyway, but yeah, just a great neighborhood, and uh, the 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 um the story of how it was even developed is really interesting. So it's it's going to be a, a nice addition to our historic. Um, districts in Tyler.
0: So ultimately, um, if everything goes as planned, then Hope, you will be designating different homes Mm -hmm. and possibly different neighborhoods in that whole Pollard Farm area Mm -hmm. as historic sites or historic neighborhoods, possibly giving them um, street sign markers like you see in the Charnwood, Azalea, Brick Street Mm -hmm. districts. And drawing in more tourists and making Tyler more attractive to people who visit or who may want to move here or who may want to expand their business into Tyler. Just getting back to that whole piece of um, what makes Historic Tyler such an important agency, the Pollard Farm. Uh, why is it called that? Uh, I guess it was just the, the farm that was owned by the Pollard family way back decades it was. ago? It,
1: that, exactly that. It was a farm, and it didn't really work out very well as a farm. So with some other friends and investors, they uh, started subdivising, it, and it's it's kind of a, a you can really tell where they start and how it's grown out toward the right. toward the loop. So if you just one day, just park your car and walk around there, you can see how, developed, how it has developed from um, from the top of the old troop all the way down to the, to the loop.
0: And, of course, the name Pollard, very significant name in yes. Tyler. Yeah. Old Tyler family, uh, yeah. you see Pollard United Methodist Church and yep. a lot of other Pollard things around Tyler. So it definitely has that historical connection. Also, um, the homes that were built in the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. they're over 50 years old now. Yeah. So they now qualify right. for historic designation or at least have the uh, that criterion already met. Mm-hmm. And in a few more years, they're going to be really, really old homes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. preserve them now while you can. Right. And save the expansion if uh I understand historic tyler 's mission correctly just that that, that again that balance mm-hmm. preserving history and also expanding and growing in mm-hmm. other parts of the community just to keep that balance going, make Tyler more attractive for a wide variety of right, people right. yeah. Uh, other national historic districts the azalea district charnwood brick street district Shortline district uh, did you want to maybe give a thumbnail of each of those and tell us if there's anything interesting going yeah, on with the it?
1: azalea is the largest out, mm-hmm. there's over 900 parcels i guess is what we call them there Um charnwood is uh, where my office is it's the, really the the largest concentration of the older homes it's very beautiful a lot of people don't even don't even know that Charnwood is over there. You see it as you drive by, but sometimes just kind of weave through there. There's some beautiful, beautiful old homes. Um, the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, let's see. Then with the brick streets, that kind of overlays several areas. The Short Line and the East Fergus Center on the north side of Tyler, those were uh, little small homes that were rented. And then um, after the kind of, before and after war, um, that they were allowed people to uh, to uh, buy the homes after they rent them for quite a while. It's they're very small districts, but it's really neat to go over there and see that it's on the um, actually I'm on Ferguson. Okay. Okay, and then the uh, Donny Brook duplex district that was also a post-war um, development. When you go right behind the Bergfeld Brookshire, there's a whole bunch of them on that little corner right there. Right. Yeah. Oh, so it's just okay. a, it really what when they look for these uh, districts, you find a trend like, like the, the the Donnybrook duplexes, mm-hmm. and that's just something that's different yeah. from everything else in that neighborhood. So it's a separate district, although it's right around the uh, Azalea district.
0: Okay, and I was looking for the name of the district that your office is located in, and it is the Charwood yes. residential yes. district. Uh, again, kind of overlapping the, one, the Brick but, Street and the mm-hmm. Azalea districts. but yeah. uh, The name, uh, the street name, should have been a dead yeah. giveaway, but now that we're all caught well, up on that,
1: two beautiful homes there for sale right now. So ah, people okay. are looking for a great grand. A historic home, come on over to the Churnwood area, look at them. They're beautiful homes. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people are going to drive by these homes, whether they live here or whether they're just visiting, they're going to go, ooh, wow, that's a beautiful home. But some of them, uh, you just kind of get used to them. They become part of the mm-hmm. fabric. And uh, if they dig a little deeper, maybe get involved with a uh, home tour or do a little bit of mm-hmm. studying or drop by your office and chit chat with oh, yeah. you a little bit. There's a lot more history behind a lot of those homes than a lot of people realize.
1: Some great stories.
0: Uh, Don't know if we mentioned your mission statement. I think I'll uh, knock that out real Mm -hmm. quickly here. To promote the preservation and protection of Tyler's historic structures and sites through education, involvement, and public and private investment. And that pretty much sums it up right there. From that point, I want to move on with uh, some of the things you've been up to in the last several months and what lies ahead. We've already talked about the uh, historic Tyler on tour which is coming up during azalea trails but you had a christmas party a little over a month ago honoring neil simpson drugstore mm-hmm. number two and for those of us who uh, have only been in tyler for 27 years and don't <laughs> remember the neil simpson store, that's the one that's now known as the brick street pharmacy Correct. but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of history behind the neil simpson drugstore
1: Yes, it's on uh, West Rusk, and it kind of set sits between the Gary School and Hog um, Junior High, and so so many people have such great nostalgic memories of going to the um, Neil Simpson drugstore for you know little uh, ice cream or just to go look at comics, and I mean people. Called me. They sent um, Facebook posts to me, emails telling me about all of the wonderful memories that they had, and it was a it right. turned out to be a huge success as the party. Um, Smith County Historical Society helped us um, take some of the uh, older uh, pictures of the. Activities going on in the drugstore, and some of their uh, uh, newspaper circulars with the prices on them, and we blew blew them up really big and put them around, and it was really neat. It was just a great uh, little walk down memory memory lane. I did talk to two of the um, ancestors of, of the Neil Simpson. Um, group and the family members of each one and wonderful stories and so it's just I think a lot of people that have lived in Tyler for a long time have a very fondness for for the drugstore it's really neat
0: Hmm. A few months or probably two or three months before that, your annual meeting, and I believe Mm -hmm. that's typically held in September. That's correct. Uh, Mm -hmm. At that meeting, you gave out your 35th Preservation Award, and this went to a building that's been getting a lot of honors lately, and Mm -hmm. for good reason, the People's Petroleum Building, the big tall building. Mm -hmm. Downtown Tyler, Jack Ryan Steakhouse now located there. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, every year we do look for you know great projects. It could be a home, it could be a, an office, it could be a whole group. But um, I think that the the P- people's petroleum building is not only just a great preservation project. It, it's really gotten a lot of things moving downtown, a lot more you know people coming in, and it's it's just it's just done very well. As I said, preservation does you know is a big part of development and and that preservation project has really brought a lot of people into to the downtown area so we are so um we were so thrilled to have them as our, our um, winners this year
0: right and the annual meeting for 2017 coming up uh, right about the same time is that do you have a it, date for that yet I'm
1: probably... no it's always in september, always in our, september. Our, our new board's starts on uh, october 1st so we always do that at the end of the of, of our year okay. which is September. So,
0: so a few yeah. months down the road another annual meeting coming up
1: <laughs>
0: another award to be given out you got to get historic tyler on tour out of the way first. yeah I'm yeah, trying,
1: yeah that, and you mentioned we're we're on it <laughs>
0: you know you meant, you mentioned downtown and we talked about briefly about heart of tyler main mm-hmm. street earlier in the game and the things that are being done under those auspices heart of tyler being the nonprofit, and main street being mm-hmm. the city department that handles downtown Mm -hmm. historic preservation and development beverly able with main Mm -hmm. street doing such a great job so much going Mm -hmm. on downtown these days and again another example the uh uh, historical society the old carnegie library that's Mm -hmm. downtown as well so downtown tyler a very very important part of um the work that you do along with these other historic districts and i guess you just don't ever know when a district in tyler is going to become historic maybe a few years down the road so you yeah, just really kind of have to look at the whole community
1: in the next probably five years we'll we'll have some nice new districts in the pollard area so we i can't wait till we get the whole the whole survey done and um yeah that'll add to the uh preservation and and Tyler
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, historic landmarks wanted to briefly mention this is on the website if you do if you are able to get your home or your building designated as a historic landmark there are some tax incentives Mm -hmm. involved a tax benefit in that 50 percent of the assessed value up to two million dollars of any structure is eligible for an exemption from annual city ad valorem taxes Mm -hmm. so there's a good incentive right there right there Very Great. important to mention. Yeah. You can read more about that on the website, historictyler.org. And uh, let's see. What have we not talked about? I think we've got everything pretty well covered. But I do want to go back and just really emphasize, I know you would want to do this as well, the importance of membership. Mm-hmm. Uh and typically on this show, we talk about donating money and volunteering, how you can do that. And membership is really the key with historic yes. Tyler, isn't it? And maybe if I give you one more chance to make a pitch for members, just for people oh, yeah. to sign on and uh, some of the membership levels that you have.
1: Yeah. Okay. We You can start at $40 and it can go all the way up to 1000 And as I've said, you can be as active as you want or you can just be a, a member that because you're, you're – um, think that this is a worthy cause and we do and so the more the more numbers the more people we have the more we have um clout with our preservation projects that people do want to have um our historic tyler's i mean historic uh, areas kept very um you know just kind of make sure that we keep it keep it going on and so Mm, preserve that legacy yeah we do we would and like, like i said just the the numbers are what what really help
0: Okay. And that's about all the time we have for the show today, but I'll wrap it up here. Ginger Haberly, the executive director of Historic Tyler. So much going on right now. Check out that website, historictyler.org, or give a call, 903-595-1960. Ginger, good luck with Historic Tyler on tour and everything you. else you're doing. Yeah. Thanks for visiting with us this morning. Well, thank
1: you. Ginger Haberly. It.
0: you bet. Ginger Haberly, Historic Tyler, our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. Thanks for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus.